Hey, and welcome back. It's your Black Sin Weekly Wellness Podcast. I am Stacy here with my lovely sister, Jasmine, who's in my winner circle. Oh, you're so <laughs> nice. If you guys are paying attention, that was our topic last week, who's in your winner circle. And it was, it was really actually a very good one. So if you didn't have a chance to listen to it, go back to it. Check it out. I mm-hmm. feel like it might change what you have around you and that will in turn change where you can grow. Exactly. Boom. I'll leave it at that. I love For that. For those that don't know what we do, mm-hmm. uh, we are, our goal in life, <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if you know me and listen to this, this changes every week. Yes. But our goal in life is to see a world full of meditating individuals. Yes. Who look like everybody. Yes. Operating from compassion and with thoughtfulness, thoughtfulness yeah. and clarity about how life works and how we work with each other. Really. Right. On how do you use your personality and your skills and your uniqueness to add something to, to the world around you? Yeah, to be your best you. Yeah. So visit our website, blackzen.co. To reach out to us, info at blackzen.co. We do answer questions and mm-hmm. we love feedback. Absolutely. So we'll move on to this week's... Actually, hold on. Before I go into this week's topic, I actually wanted to put in the meditation tip of the week. We did not include the meditation tip of the week or articles this week because we have such a long weekly wellness topic in terms of the editorial. Correct. And we thought there was so much packed in there. We didn't want to overload you with too much on a Monday. Correct. (laughs) Correct. This will be a very, it's a very intense topic. So we wanted to make it brief. When things get difficult on the mat or we're going through something difficult or challenging in life or on a meditation mat, really, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of things come up that Mm -hmm. we don't expect sometimes. Mm -hmm. Breathe it out. We have to just be able to breathe out those things that come up in meditation, that come up in life, that are difficult, mm-hmm. that are hard to process. But breathing it out is, it's, it sounds like overly simplified advice, but we'll get into how to navigate when you're on the ropes. Well, right. And that's our topic this week. Exactly. I was just about to say, this may not make sense without the context for the topic. So the topic this week was how to fight when life feels like it has you on the ropes. And on the ropes is a boxing term that's used when um, a person is so tired that they sort of hang on the ropes just to sort of catch their breath a little bit. I have been on the ropes of life (laughs) many a time. I think anyone can relate to being tired, too tired to fight anymore, too tired to even lift up the hand and say, right, and and, and you don't (laughs) throw the damn towel. Exactly, right. (laughs) That's a that's a Rocky term for I'm anyone sorry. who's ever seen that movie. If you haven't right. seen Rocky, shame on you. Um, so <laughs> it's a classic. It's a classic. Uh, but uh, but no, it is very much a moment that happens in life sometimes where you're like, you know what? I am not going to throw in the towel. I am not going to quit. You and, might see me on the ropes breathing hard, right? But I have some fight left, right? And I'm I'm just I'm just trying to catch my breath, and I'm just trying okay. to figure out how I do this. And so, um, and that was one of the quotes actually that we that we put in this week's wellness, which I loved. Uh, I forget who wrote it, but it was great. Um, so it's in there, and and so what in was the terms quote? of, you might see me struggle, but you'll never see me quit. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. And I feel like sometimes life can make you feel like you've got to keep saying that to yourself. Like sometimes that in life that has been my mantra. Right. Oh, funny. See what's like, funny when I when yeah. we were looking at this topic, my quote, my favorite quote was from Mike Tyson: "Everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth." Right. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's been my ropes experience. <laughs> Things are going on smoothly, well, and then something happens abruptly. Right. That's a punch in the mouth. Right. Where all your plans just fly out the window. Just like, just kidding. Right. And you're like, right. I'm on the ropes. <laughs> I'm on the ropes. Like you're on the ropes. You were in the ring one minute, <laughs> taking punches like a champ. Next minute, you're on the ropes and can't breathe. Correct. Whatever your experience looks like. 
We're talking about how to come from a difficult place. Yes. And out of it, okay. Exactly. And how to make the best of situation. that situation. And right. I think that that is key, how to make the best of that situation. So in the same way that we say the meditation tip of the week this week was all about how to breathe through a difficult moment, the how to fight on the ropes when life feels or a certain situation in your life sort of feels like it has you in that place is to actually uh, make the best of that setback or that unanticipated set of events by having a different set of fighting skills. Okay. And they're called inside fighting skills. It's going to be a lot about boxing. You know me, when I get <laughs> when I get into a topic, I get super nerdy. It wasn't just my piece. It was actually an idea that was brought to us by um, someone who's been a contributing writer with us for a while. Karen I love Powers. Karen Powers. Great so work. Actually, this piece was inspired by something that she was writing. And she was like, I'm just not sure where I want to go with it, but here's what I'm thinking. And we ended up co-writing this piece. And I just think it ended up being really powerful. So we wanted yeah. to include it in this week's wellness. So. Shout out to Karen Powers at Destiny Driven Life. Thank you for this. And so it was really about how do you change your mindset when you're on the ropes about how you fight in that particular situation. First, you have to change your mindset about being on the ropes. And we talk about changing your mindset all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would say, though, it's a lot harder to change your mindset when you just been punched in the mouth. That's fair. That's <laughs> so how real. Do, how do you do that? That's real then that's when you've got to change the attitude about your position. Oh, okay. Right? I get that. So if, if you can't change your mindset because you didn't see it coming, <laughs> then the other alternative is that you have to change your attitude about what position that means that you're in. Okay. Right? Because some, So I didn't get knocked out. No. Look at the positives? Look at the positives. <laughs> Look at the positives. Right now, somebody thinks that you're down for the count, which means that they're not expecting what your next move is anyway. Okay. Right? All right. So that's how you use the ropes to your advantage. Man, I get so nerdy on this. I oh, my gosh. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> so here's here's my thing, though, because when you're on the ropes like that, a part of it is when, some, when you feel like life has sort of punched you in the face, it means that nobody's expecting what you do next, which means that now you actually are in a position while you're taking a couple breaths on the ropes to figure out what your next plan is. That's a great place to be. That's actually time that you might not have had before to plan, Okay. which means that you have plenty of time and plenty of room to create your next steps. Use that. Mm. It's not you a know, setback. Use it as a setup. A setup. Look at use you, it as Jasmine. a setup. Talent, I got I got deep in this, bro. <laughs> Do not use well, it. Don't think of it as a setback. Think of it as a setup. And funny enough, in real life, that setup probably looks like going deeper into a meditation practice mm -hmm. or sitting down and being quiet to figure out what are the next steps. Yeah. How am I going to turn where my life is right now or what has happened Correct. into something else? And the best way to get that clarity is by sitting and meditating. So, yep, exactly. Right. And I think and in real life, I mean, that looks like if you get, you know, if you're if if you lose a job that you weren't expecting, if you have a health scare that you didn't anticipate, if you, you know, there's all these other there's things that come up in life where you just don't see them coming sometimes. Mm -hmm. And and rather than go back into a role that you weren't happy with or a role that didn't really use your skills the way that you wanted them to be used, use that as an opportunity to think about what do I really want to do next? OK. Right. I, oh, I see. You're giving you me real I mean? examples. Real examples. Of what, okay. Yeah. And a lot of times, especially with health scares, you know, a lot of health scares can be um, either not if, if not solved completely, they can absolutely be helped and you can get healthier if you like change a lifestyle habit that you yeah, have. Yeah, I if think you, if you eat a lot better, of, if you I do more exercise, say. if you, you know what I mean, if you incorporate meditation into your life, there's all these things you can do that sometimes will actually counteract a health scare. Okay. Right. I, and that's, no, that's very true, especially with diet. I, I feel like a lot of our diet will contribute to health problems in general. Sure. What I you agree. eat, what you put into your body, that's what's going to affect your overall person sure. and your sure. health. And sure. so a scare 
is going to make you change how you eat. Right. Because now there's something on the line. Now there's like... There are real consequences to those yeah. to those choices. I but again, and, and for some people, that health scare could be a setback or it could be a surprise, but it could also be a setup for you to start living a healthier life. Oh, well, that helps actually, you in the long run way really more does. than That's if it true. hadn't happened. Do you That's see what I mean? True. So I just think when you change your perspective, your mindset and your attitude about the position you're in, then it starts to change your choices. I like that. Right. So okay. then, then those are your inside fighting skills where you're using the ropes to your advantage. No okay. problem. It looks like a setback, <laughs> but it's actually about to be my setup. No problem. All right. Right. All right. Um, which I love. And someone who did this actually really, really well. We're all a little too young, perhaps, to remember this fight. But I love this example, which is if you remember the um, the huge fight between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman. I do not remember. I was not born. I know. It was in, <laughs> it was in, it was in 1970. Oh, shoot. Maybe it was 71 or something. But it was called Rumble in the Jungle. And it was a huge thing. They built it up. Right. So Muhammad Ali basically let George Foreman almost like looked like he was winning for eight rounds. It looked like he was going to lose that fight. And he just and he just taunted him the whole time, even though it was hurting and even Ouch. though he was getting beat up. Kept taking he hits. just kept taking hits. He kept taking shots. But what he did, because he knew that he wasn't going to be able to fight him head on when he had his full energy, he let Foreman tire himself out. And in the eighth round, Muhammad Ali knocked him out. Out. Really? Is yes. that how it went? Yes. <laughs> I feel like there should be a movie about that. Is there? I'm one? sure. I'm sure. If, if not, they should that. make one. But yeah. it, but it was called it was called the Rumble in the Jungle, and everyone was like, "There's a movie about this." There I'm might sure. be. But everyone was like, "What is Ali doing? Why, why is, is he, he not fighting? Why is he not fighting?" And George mm-hmm. Foreman was like relentlessly going at him, and finally Foreman got so tired. As soon he as soon, he his, exactly, and he as soon as Ali saw the, the opportunity, <laughs> he punched him, and he won the fight. But what? I, but I think that that can be. We can think about our lives like that sometimes, where it's like if you feel like you've just been taking shots for a while, yeah. you know what I mean, taking body shots, and you're like, "This is it's getting old. This is a bull. This is a bull." Right? <laughs> you're like, "I'm not into this at all." I yeah. think. I think. We can think of it as like, you know what, if I can keep my head in the game and rather than me trying to just not get hit, but me yeah. actually thinking about how am I going to win, then I'm not just letting you pummel me, right? I I'm like waiting that. for my opportunity and I'm just waiting patiently and I'm ready for when I see my opportunity, that's what I'm going to strike. See, I like what you said when you're talking about keeping your mindset on the win mm-hmm. and not how much this is hurting and how much am I going to have to endure right. this? How much right. am I going to have to keep getting punched? Right. I'm not, I'm not just trying to avoid getting hurt or I'm not just trying to cover my face or I'm not, you know, it's like I'm doing those things, but in but the midst do you see of the, that. Do you see the perspective shift? One oh, yeah. is I'm letting someone tire themselves out. The other shift is I'm, I'm getting, getting my punched all over the damn place <laughs> and it doesn't feel good. Right. The same situation, two separate thought processes. In real life, that looks like, you know, I don't, you know, obviously yes, we never advocate violence, but well, what no. I'm talking about is like, for instance, I remember when, um, when I was an intern, my last semester in college, and I remember as an intern, they would just give me all the work that nobody wanted to do. <laughs> it's called a PA. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like you would just get all the work no one wanted to do. And I remember being really annoyed and I knew I'd have to start at the bottom because that's, you know, I'm an intern. It was sort of frustrating at first. And then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Everything they give me, I'm just going to not only execute it, but do it and then some. And I'm going to do that and whatever else they give me. And I'm just going to show that no matter what you give me, I will flip it and make it good. And I did that. And eventually I got to be on projects that I never would have been on if I had actually been salty about what they gave me. Because then they realized, oh, wait, she can take on a lot. Let's give her more. Well, we need help on this larger project. I got exposed to people and VPs of departments and other things that I never would have been exposed to you know, I have if to I say, hadn't worked like that. She's not lying because her job there got me into all of the shows in L.A. <laughs> 
I saw all the concerts. You still owe me for that Kanye was, concert at was, the Ford Center. It You're was welcome. bomb. I got all the benefits of Jasmine's hard work. You're the worst right now. <laughs> just wanted to say. So just this is just to say that she's not lying. Her because at the time I was like, I'm sorry, intern is not intern sounds to me like free labor. I'm like, why would somebody do that to get exposure and oh access? My. I'm using air quotes, y'all, because I cannot wrap my head around the idea of working this hard. To not seeing a result, and funny enough, a few years later, you became actually a production. I mean, court, I, think, I mean, right, I, whole... I, exactly. I became a production manager, and a, and a part of that is because yeah. I had built these relationships over big a couple folks. of years with big time people yeah. who knew that when I showed up for work, I was going to crush it. True. And that, and I built my reputation off of people giving me things that they thought weren't important projects that they didn't want to do themselves. And not only did I do that, but then I got exposed to people and other opportunities outside of that one particular job. And that has lasted me at this point my entire career. And all that was because I didn't let that be a setback. I was like, okay, fine. This is going to be my setup. I like it. So does does my, you know, concert going. You're the worst. (laughs) My concert going You just benefited from all of my hard work. I really did. And I appreciate your efforts as an intern and striving. She's the worst. You're so lucky. I love you. Uh, but, But I say all this to say not to brag about how hard of a worker I am, but I was trying to just show a real example of what it looks like when it feels like you're being pummeled on the sidelines of whether that's work or well, that, your personal life or And that happens probably a lot in, in a job. I feel like if we can take that if at work mm-hmm. and apply it to just things in general. Even in our personal lives, you know, when you feel like uh, life is sort of giving you one blow after the other, whether it's like, you know, you just recently got divorced or, your, or your kids are giving you kids, a hard time yeah. or like, you know, things aren't working out or your finances are where you wanted to be. Like all these other things like there where it feels like you're taking body shots in your life. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're like, man, I just got to I'm going to hang on the ropes for a little bit while I catch my breath. That is actually as soon as you change your mindset about being in a position of being a victim of that situation, mm. and you're like, actually, you know what? I'm doing all this because I'm stacking my chips right now, so that way, when that opportunity comes to get out of the situation, I got that saved up right there. I think the key takeaway you know? there is getting out of victim mode. Yep. It's easy to be a victim when you're on the ropes and yes. life sucks. It's easy yes. to get when you're taking mindset. a lot of body shots. Yeah. Yes. Victim is what I think everyone would think of automatically. Mm-hmm. And as a natural response, think of it so, as your setup. Yeah. What can you do while you're there to not just avoid getting hit and to not just cower and say it sucks? But how to plan your win. How to plan your win. Exactly. Because then when the opportunity presents itself, as long as you've always been thinking about this is how I can flip the situation. As soon as you see it, that's it. I like that. That's your moment. How to fight when life has you on the ropes. If this was for you, take it. (laughs) Listen to it again. Read it back. And at the very least, always remember, like we said at the beginning of this uh, podcast, and we didn't include it in the weekly wellness because it was already a lot of information that we packed in there. Um, But I want to mention it again that our meditation tip of the week applies to life. It applies to your meditation practice. If you find yourself in difficult moments, sit and just breathe through it. Breathe through it. It will pass. And there will be an opportunity where that moment changes for you. And then be ready to ride that great wave as well. I like that. We should end on that. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next week.